Welcome to DJ BFF! Woo! The Daniel Jason Best Friends Forever podcast. I'm joined by my better half, Jason Williams. Yeah! And I'm joined by the guy who is voted most likely not to read this magazine by Game of Thrones Monthly, Daniel. I don't even know why they have an award for that. In fact, you think there'd be a lot of people who don't read that magazine. How are you doing? <laughs> well, I was also voted Person of the Year for... Jesus fucking Christ, I fucking hate Game of Thrones. <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Oh, why the fuck do people like this show? Oh, fuck. Magazine. Yeah, that magazine really loves you for some reason. Dude, <laughs> that title is like most of the cover. It's just my, just the top of my head and my eyes. <laughs> I can't tell who that is. <laughs> and part of his hair is covered up by ten factoids that we hate about Game of Thrones that's on the side of the magazine cover. <laughs> and then you open it and it's just the zine that I've been publishing. <laughs> <laughs> the winner again nailed it anyway you can read whatever the fuck that zine was called on uh, dhpgastelum.com mondays we have the <laughs> podcast <laughs> 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 of course that's where it is <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> it's right next to the patreon link how you doing man I'm doing pretty good. I'm exhausted. I'm Daniel. God damn it. <laughs> that was a sweet ass dab though. I don't know what you're talking about. I just slapped myself in the testicles very hard. Of course. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. Excited for those things happening in the summer. Yeah. All those stuff. Yep. How Kate's, are you doing? Kate's, Kate's about to walk in. <laughs> Is she? Yep. One sec. Pause. All right, we're good. All right, what was the last thing we were talking about? Uh, something about summer events. And that's the point where I ask, Jason, do you have any dates? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, is this coming out after Comic-Con? Uh, e no, I think this is the episode before Comic-Con. Yeah, okay. We're recording, uh, pull the curtain back, we're recording <laughs> this ahead of time. Well, we told people we're going to make a backlog, right? Anyways, oops, didn't Just mean to bump fucking, that. Okay, <laughs> we'll, get, right. we'll get to that at the end of the episode. <laughs> but I'm going to comment now, if you support our Patreon, we will get Jason a mic stand that he can't bump. <laughs> um... Jason, do you have any dates? I'll be at Comic-Con. Comic-Con. I'm going to say Comic-Con for now. Yeah, <laughs> Jason and I will be at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Waiting in lines, getting things signed. Say hi if you see us. Dude. What? What are the Funko Pop figures exclusives going to be this year? I don't know, but... Yeah, right. That's literally the most important thing about Comic-Con. Comic-Con only matters for Funko Pop <laughs> figures and showing Kit Harrington your recently pierced elbows. <laughs> They're pierced by wolf earrings. Wait, I guess earrings would go on your ears. Anyway, could you sign my tits? <laughs> Can you make it out to a Steve? <laughs> So yeah, uh, you got any other dates besides Comic-Con? Yes. Jason and I will be doing a live podcast episode of DJ BFF. Oh yeah. At the new monthly variety show right in LA that I run, Not Acceptable. Yeah. It's going to be a night of Jason and I going over a bizarre tale. Yeah. Stand-up comedy by anime scene legend Jeffrey Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be, I will be closing the night out with a set as Sand Demon. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's if, a good show. Yeah. If you join the Patreon with a link in the description, you will have uh, early access to tickets. Yeah, we'll probably talk about the Patreon more at the end of the episode. Yeah. However, I do have to mention the Patreon as far as early access tickets. Yeah. That's it's good stuff. Good perks. 
Yeah. Woo! And other than that, uh, past August, are we doing Strategicon at all? Yes. Jason and I will be at Strategicon. Yeah. Probably. Probably. I Even think as I missed... just like guests and attendees, we'll still be at Strategicon. Yeah, I think I missed the chance to sign up to do something for it. Yeah. But that's uh, because June was like a busy month for, or May was a busy month with fair and stuff but we'll probably still go yeah, yeah. like you said as like attendees or whatever 3 a.m werewolf <laughs> yes <laughs> let's watch children getting destroyed verbally by adults that well that kid is now what 13 years old that's true that kid's gonna come back at 3 a.m werewolf and he's gonna have spiky red hair long black trench coat <laughs> poorly applied black eye makeup He's just gonna have one fingernail painted red. Yes. <laughs> and he's gonna walk in. And he's gonna go, Guess what? I'm not a werewolf. I'm your worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> Alright, kid, just take a chair over there next to the other guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, the whole village goes to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us aren't going to wake up. Yeah, that's... Hey, you know you're not supposed to talk, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of... I'm going to have to ask you to follow the rules. (laughs) I live by my own rules. Yeah. Oh. Can I get con ops over here? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it for dates, though, right? Yeah, I think so. Covers most of... Covers our show, which is the important part. Woo! We continue the saga of Jason Poorly Explains Game of Thrones. Yeah. The last one was in... February. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a while. So since our last episode, I wanted to ask this real quickly first. Just a quick, yeah. quick thing. Since our last episode, the series has actually ended. Yeah. Um, the TV series. The books are still going. They, yes. they might diverge a bit. Um, so I'm just going to just quickly ask Daniel, who somehow still managed to avoid spoilers. I honestly do not give a shit about this show. <laughs> and honestly, not going to lie, I kind of really liked it when we did Fuller House instead of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That was great. So if your next question is, who do you think ends up winning the Game of Thrones? I'm going to say, yes. well, I'm not going to lie, uh, with Aunt Becky behind bars, it's... <laughs> it might be House Gibbler, but I'm not entirely sure. I hope it's House Gibbler. probably going to be Comet Jr., 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 or some shit. I don't fucking know. Maybe DJ will round her children she's got kids right yeah yeah that's right stephanie was the one who doesn't god i forgot how that show gets weirdly dark sometimes dude i'm not gonna lie i am 100 percent down if you just want to talk about fuller <laughs> <laughs> i am not daniel okay. as yeah. your best friend i'm not letting you go into the world without the cultural knowledge of a cultural touchstone like game of thrones okay how do you what do you talk about at parties uh, hey, do you want to see this card trick? Oh, yeah. Hey, can I tell you this ghost story? Right. Do you make friends that way? Uh, yeah. With the ghost stories? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, literally, I was at a thing, and they had those name tags, which was like, Hi, my name's so-and-so, and I like so-and-so. I was like, a hypothetical, Hey, my name's John, and I like weird history. Hey, John, good to meet you. Did you know that Harry Houdini once escaped from inside a sea monster? <laughs> no. Well, You're about to learn. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you like fucking sitting down for 50, mi- 50 minutes, 30 to 50 minutes for this bizarre tale and waiting six more hours for my podcast host to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I use the restroom first? No, sit right there. <laughs> We're starting now. Anyway. So the first magic trick ever created was <laughs> But yeah, sorry. We're getting off track. Uh, it's a new say... year. 
no more tangents on this podcast yeah yeah we, we resolved for new year we're there so what you was your question Gibbler's <laughs> gonna be on the iron throne uh i think who sits on the iron throne at the end of the series is the friends we made along the way oh that's adorable this show is all about friendship am i am i correct you're close (laughs) that's really fucking depressing (laughs) i thought you were gonna hope samuel tarley ends up on the throne oh here's the thing uh i might think this show is bullshit but isn't the throne made of like melted swords into a chair they're barely melted yeah but they're like there's like what like 500 swords to build a chair yeah well i don't think there are enough swords (laughs) (laughs) in reality or any fictional universe to create a chair (laughs) Big enough for Samuel Tarley. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I should see that coming. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Well, we'll see if you're right. (laughs) Oh god. All right, let's get back to this episode. It's been a while, and I can't have you being my friend, not knowing what Game of Thrones is about. Okay. I feel like I'd be be neglecting my duty. Your what? My my duty. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So usually I tell you. Usually you ask me what I remember about last episode. Oh, yeah. Damn, it has been a while since we've done this. What do you remember about last episode? So, basically, Kevin Bean got double-crossed. Yeah. Uh, Sansa sent a letter to Bran, not Bronn, <laughs> and true. the other guy. Rob. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Didn't Peter Dinklage like start heading out to fight? the i don't know man fucking starks or some shit <laughs> yeah and Arya got away because people were trying to kill her and the sword teacher was like yeah tell death to fucking suck a dick <laughs> i and think that's exactly escaped. what she said yeah also, Pam is in this episode for like 20 seconds along with Catelyn. <laughs> Pam? Yeah. Catelyn's sister? Oh, yeah. We named her Pam. <laughs> I'm glad someone listens to this fucking podcast. <laughs> One of us has to. <laughs> ah, Pam. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually remember a good amount. I have to edit these episodes so I have to <laughs> listen to them at least three or four times. Oh, yeah, that probably helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, that... are the, what are the storylines? All right, Daniel. Because I think we're 14 minutes into this episode. Wow. We're doing a great job on that tangent thing. <laughs> 2019, what, what? <laughs> Which we're halfway through. <laughs> All right. We got a storyline at... King's Landing. We got a story at where with Danny, the Dragon Lady, um, with her with her sweet ass eggs and her horsey husband. It's not a horse; they're horse people. Sorry, I just specified. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Jon Snow at the Wall, and we got Rob Stark, who's different than Bron Stark, or I'm sorry, Bran Stark or Bron, who's different from Bran. Uh, Samuel Tarly in this episode? Uh, I don't think so. That's fucking great. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll do the wall. Ooh, good choice. Alright, so, everybody's... F- f- shit's fucked up, Daniel. Dude, you don't even know. I guess you should know, because I told you about it 
Yeah. A couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so all these letters are being sent to everybody that's like, surrender, don't, nobody panic. We just are saying Kevin Bean's a traitor, and if anybody does anything, nobody nobody panic. He's, he's just trying to betray us, and we're imprisoning him, and nobody really knows what's going to happen to him. And... Sansa and Arya and everybody from your house is in trouble and some people might be getting murdered um, but other than that bend the knee and so Jon Snow is up on the other side of the world with this letter that says nobody do anything and he's like god damn it I wish I could do something ah oh, man it's so frustrating you know when you want to do something but you can't yeah, like have a podcast talking about Fuller House instead of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. Fuller House sucks. <laughs> How dare you? How rude. <laughs> Fuller House doesn't have Kevin Bean in it. Maybe there's an episode where they're in it, actually. I actually haven't watched that much of that show. Plus, I think one of them left that radio show recently. Jason. Yeah. We're having too many tangents. All Cut right, it out. God damn it. <laughs> he did the hand signs and everything. Um, so Jon Snow is like, I wish I could do something. And his boss guy gives him an awesome sword. And he's like, maybe this will make you feel better. This is for helping me rescue me from the zombie guy. I forget if I talked about that, but I think I did. Yeah, you did. And then his this other doctor guy who he hangs out called the Maester. He's like, man. I'm sorry, what's his name? I think his name is Maester Pycelle. That's not a word. <laughs> Maester's a real word, Daniel. What does it mean? Uh, it's like a doctor priest thing, I, I don't think. fucking believe <laughs> Are you saying George R. R. Martin would just do that? That he'd just go off and make up words? I'm going to Google Maester later. And <laughs> I'm going to fucking read the de- definition in post, right? Now. Grand Master is an important position in the government of the Seven Kingdoms. The Grand Master is the personal master to the Iron Throne and the Red Keep, and is considered a senior member of the Order of Masters. He is a learned man wise in history, science and medicine who also provides counsel. The Grand Master sits on the King's Small Council, which oversees the day-to-day operations of the realm in the name of the King. So, he's like, Jon Snow... Sometimes in life, bad things happen, and you have to sit at a wall and not do anything for long periods of time because it's more important. And yeah, even though your family's in trouble, you kind of have to give up and just just not bother. And Jon Snow's like, you don't know what it's like. And then he's like, yes, I do, because my name is Amon Targaryen. And there's dramatic music. Because that name's supposed to be significant. It's I don't know who that is. What? It's like a big twist and everything. I have no idea who that is. Oh, well, they go on to say that he's the brother of the, the old king that they overthrew. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <did laughs> That's how I felt about it. Did you say Tordarian? Targaryen. Oh, never mind. <laughs> if I brought up a new house, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> You're like, who the fuck are the Torridarians? <laughs> I demand you bow to my dragon. Hey, I'm a Torridarian. <laughs> Dragons don't work on me. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I felt. <laughs> okay, right. so that guy's a twist. Relate. He's. It's a twist that he's related to the dead king. Yeah, he's kind of yeah. related to Danny, but his his name doesn't really come up again. But point is that. While there was a rebellion happening, this guy was sitting on a wall doing nothing. Okay. I'm sorry, protecting the world from Mexicans. Oh, fuck, I used that political comment That's earlier. your one God political comment? Salem? <laughs> he has the bat? I, God, every time we go to the wall section. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's basically all that happens there. Okay. Kings, right. uh, what are the options? King's Landing? We got Cal Drogo, the Aquaman, and we got Rob Stark. I'm gonna do Rob Stark. Okay, that's a good one. So, so the I was about to say the Lysanders, Lancasters. No, that's an actual family. Lannisters. I've watched this show. 
So the Lannisters and the Starks are fighting now. They're all in a big... Rob is preparing uh, all of his armies. There's like a big war happening. Kevin Bean got captured. I don't know if you remember that part. Yeah, I literally mentioned it like four (laughs) minutes ago. (laughs) And in order to fight the Lannisters, the Starks have to stop at this place with this river with the bridge over it. And this one guy owns it with his house. And when they show up, this guy, I'm sending you a picture. This guy is like stroking the hair of like a 15 year old girl. Like, apparently she's like his new wife or something. Have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the cat guy. Yup. <laughs> Fucking filches in this show. Oh, God. Sans has- cats. I don't know, man. Molesting like, teenagers. Like Harry Potter. I'm just going to call him cat guy. <laughs> All right. So Cat Guy's there. His whole deal is he keeps marrying 15-year-old girls and then popping out babies with them somehow Wait, at his age. Wait, where is this? Uh, this is at a place called The Forks. It's like over a river. Oh. Is it? With the phrase. Okay. Is it anywhere near Alabama? Or... <laughs> it's my one political comment. <laughs> they deserve it after... Wait, nope. Not mentioning anything. Salem literally looked at you and back at me. No more tangents, Salem. Continue the podcast. Um, so they need to pass through. Starks are just like, can we like just go through and maybe have a couple soldiers on the way? And he's like, I don't know. If I let you guys through, the Lannisters will be mad at me because we're a bunch of bitches. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but he looks like he would say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> um so they agree they make a deal Catalin Rob oh yeah Catalin gives up on her sister on Pam and Nan's hanging out with Rob now right so they agree that Rob will marry one of his daughters and Arya will marry one of his sons cat guy's son yep <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Rob is just like I don't want to do it and Catalin's like Look, it's you're gonna be you're like the king in waiting now. You're like taking over your dad's house while he's captured. This is like kind of what you have to do when you're the leader. And Rob is just like, are, are any of them pretty? And his mom's trying to assuage his fears because he's like a teenager. She's just like, I don't know. She's just mobs things. Like, don't worry, Rob. I'm sure they have a nice personality. <laughs> and Rob's just like, oh, oh no. Arya's going to be so pissed at me. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> he gets his paper bag ready, and he's like, "This, that's the deal. I'm going to do it. I'll marry one of your daughters, and we'll somehow convince Arya to marry one of your sons, and just lend us the dudes. And they, uh, they go across. They make it across. And all it costs them is... Having an attractive wife and selling their teenage daughter to cross that bridge. <laughs> oh, man. The medieval ages sucked. You know this didn't actually happen, <laughs> right? You keep talking like this is a historical show. Hey, he based it off of historical stuff. I'm sure there was some point where The War was... of Roses, right? Yeah. I'm sure at some Why point... Why the fuck do I know that? <laughs> I know. I love it. I can't fucking remember anyone's name, but I know the War of the Roses. <laughs> it makes no sense. Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, all right, so which one next? The uh, war is starting. Oh, yeah, and also Rob is shooting down birdies. What? Like, carry messages in this world. Why? Um. Oh, yeah, you like birds. Yeah. <laughs> well, the birds are carrying messages, and they have to make sure the Lannisters don't get any messages. Look, I don't give a shit. <laughs> any of those birds I'm more on their side than any of these fucking people all these people fucking suck with the exception of Kevin Bean and Samuel Tarley <laughs> yeah Daniel's new opinion I hope Outlaw like deposes Joffrey and takes the throne <laughs> um yeah so Rob is sending some dudes out to go attack the Lannisters okay it's a war. It's pretty cool. You might even get to see some of it. Okay. In your mind's eye. 
So, hey, we're doing a pretty good pace. All right, we got Danny and we got Tyrion. Oh, yeah, Tyrion's doing the thing. Oh, we got uh, the girl with the dragon eggs next to Aquaman. You mean dragon lady? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Danny. That's not a real name. <laughs> Anyway, if you could uh, check out dhpgastelum.com. Got <laughs> 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 a kid with a parent would name their kid Danny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragon Lady. All right, Dragon Lady. So, they're also in a war, kind of, barely. What happened last with them? Uh, Jorah the Explorer <laughs> ended up slapping a poison cup out of her hands. Oh, yeah. If my if my voice keeps breaking, it's because... You're hitting puberty? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yep, that's 100% it. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, at some point, Dragon Lady stopped uh, the horse Cal Drogo's people from, like, raping a bunch of people. I don't remember if I brought that up. And he was okay with that, and he killed a man. He murdered a man. Oh, yeah, he got, like, cut. And then she, like, hired a person to heal him. Yeah, so they're putting him in a tent, and the lady's like, we need a life for a life. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Which one of these assholes do you want me to kill? We need to save my baby's father. Specifically before he's born. So, and she's like, just uh, bring the husband in here. Bring me a horse. We're doing this shit. And everybody hates it. They're all like, holy fuck, Dragon Lady's about to do some fucking black magic. Don't do it. Wait. So, someone is injured... And the solution is to get a bunch of people into a tent so a lady could lead a horse inside of it? Well, she tells nobody to go in there. She's like, I need to do my black magic witchy stuff. One of the people she saved from being raped. So bring him in here, bring a horse, and let nobody else in here, and I'll do my thing. And they kind of look at each other, her and Jorah, like, what the fuck is she going to do with that horse? Okay. Are you That's... sure we can't take a look? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I never let anybody see what I do with this horse for free. Nobody can come in here. Back in the 90s, <laughs> I was in a very famous TV show. <laughs> oh, I love that show. <laughs> so... Jorah the Explorer is like, okay, I'll be honest, not a huge fan of magic, not really sure what's going to go on, but I have heard some of that DHP podcast, Best Friends Forever shit, and that occult stuff never works out well, so you should not let her do this. And Dragon Lady's like, I'll do anything to save him, so murder anybody who enters this tent. And so he kills one of the people, and he's like, if this doesn't work... And where is this tent so I can immediately walk into it? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Just out in the desert. Okay. I don't know. You know where you put tents. Yeah. How you do. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like so worried. Jorah's like, if if he dies, shit's going to break loose. Like you being queen, nobody will give a fuck. Somebody will try to stab your baby while it's still in your belly. Shit's fucked up in this society. Like... And she's like, no, it's okay, as long as he's saved. And while they're in the tent, they start hearing all these weird noises. Like, uh, I don't know how to make animal noises, but... Woo! That's my impression of an elephant. And bark, bark. That's my impression of a dog. That's my impression of a bird. I'm a dickhead. That's my impression of Jason. <laughs> God damn it. Ah. <laughs> uh. I was never in that tent. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so it's, it's not looking good. That's it? I think he might have died. Who? What? 
You think Aquaman died? I think he dies. You don't know? It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, you think I'd know. You don't know. Pretty sure he's dead. We made we agreed to meet here three weeks ago. <laughs> and you had three hours to check before we recorded. And you don't know. No, no, he's okay. He doesn't die. There's black magic to save him. Okay. So that's all that happens there. Shit's fucked up. Everybody's running around. Shaking their arms up in the sky like this. People are stabbing each other. George chopping off heads. People are scared. Well, wait. What is he using like a sword? Yeah. Does he keep the sword in his backpack? Backpack. <laughs> it's just the same seven jokes over and over again. On <laughs> Jason poorly explains Game of Thrones. We're bringing it back. And uh, are they making an adult version of that show? Soon? Probably. God, Jason poorly explains help. Game of Thrones more like Daniel fails at progressing <laughs> with his comedy chops. <laughs> waka waka. Next will be Jason poorly explains Adult Dora the Explorer, the reboot. I'm excited for that one. All right, next up. We got Tyrion and we got King's Landing. Uh, Tyrion. So he showed up with all of his dudes, and we had that scary-looking, disappointed father back there. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> yeah, and Grand Moff Tarkin tells him to, like, he's like, you you promised these, these, all these barbarian people and this random mercenary guy named Bronn a lot of things. Not Bran. Bronn. <laughs> and Bronn's like, yeah, he promised me, like, $100. And all the barbarians like, yeah, he promised us stuff. And Shaga, the leader of the barbarians, is like, he promised me two axes. It's literally what he asked for, actually. That's probably one of my favorite lines. <laughs> He's like, I could my family is the richest in the land. We could give you anything. What do you want? And he's like, a second axe. <laughs> and a DVD copy of Big Bang Theory Season 4. But if it's missing the second or third <laughs> disc, that's fine. <laughs> we found those ones around so we we've been wondering how the story starts and where it progresses so yeah we just randomly own the second or third <laughs> disc we just need the others <laughs> and his father Grand Moff Tarkin is just like you promised him two axes you're gonna break our bank <laughs> what <laughs> you can't believe you did that and Tyrion's like yeah like what can I say? Shaga likes axes. <laughs> um, and Shaga's just like nodding in the background. Like, yeah, that guy's fucking right. I love two axes. <laughs> and so he's like, all right, we'll pay him all this money if they help us fight this next battle. And then Tyrion's like, you guys heard him. You guys ready to fight that next battle? And his daddy's like, puts a little helmet on him. And he puts a little armor on him. And he's like, you too, buddy. And Tyrion's like, no, dad, I don't want to fight in the battle. Dude, you're being very disrespectful to Peter Dinklage right now. You're right. He's a very respected actor who plays a very serious character. But he does tell him to go in that battle. And Tyrion doesn't want to. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> don't say little armor and little helmet. Oh, you're right. That was kind That's of That's really condescending. It is. That's pretty mean. So he goes out to the battle, and in one of my, it is probably one of my least cha favorite changes from the book, he goes out there and he gets knocked out immediately. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that happens. And he wakes up after the battle, and it turns out that they won, but they only fought like 10 dudes. And they're like, where did everybody else go? We thought we were going to fight like a real battle. So, yeah. Fun fact. So in the book, they show that battle. But apparently they ran out of budget for the episode. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> literally like an interview or something like yeah we were excited to show the battle and we ran out of money <laughs> dude you know what that would have been like though what all right spoilers for avengers endgame but fuck it guys it's july yeah come on get on it if you haven't seen it by this all point. of the portals open and you get all of our heroes who have died in infinity war all of the Wakandan soldiers, all of the sorcerers, all of the rad- Ravagers, and everyone's lined up to fight Thanos' army. Cap says, Avengers, assemble. And then it's like two seconds of them running. Oh, yeah! And then the guy from Ant-Man is just like, all right, so this is where things get absolutely crazy. <laughs> so anyway. All right. <laughs> so Ant-Man, like... Like, Scott punched this alien whale in the face. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. And anyway. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I would have actually. Yeah, I would have liked that. (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) It would just, like, stop right there. (laughs) They really didn't shoot that battle because of a budget thing. Yeah, that's fucking awful. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) But yeah, Tyrion does nearly die. And that scene just makes you fucking hate that Grand Moff Tarkin character because of the way he treats Tyrion. And it's just, you want to, at least me and everybody who's watched the series before and likes Tyrion at this point, is just like, dude, your son just came back to you with a bunch of barbarian guys and you want to send him in the battle specifically to die. You just want to, I'm making punching noises. Uh, not noises, motions. Yeah. And... Not only is the father condescending to him and sending him out to die, but there's this heartfelt scene where Tyrion hires a prostitute. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Alright, that's a weird way to start that scene. Let me guess. She's like, alright, so you're going to have to go into that tent and I'm going to go get this horse. (laughs) (laughs) You pay extra. I need you to kill anyone who tries to step into this tent. No matter what you hear. Ooh! It's an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> what are they doing in there? And how much does it cost? <laughs> but yeah, they have like a little scene where Tyrion talks about... You're like, you already hate his dad because of the shit he's doing to him and the way he treats him. But he like talks about like some old wife he had and Grand Moff Tarkin like found out that Tyrion's wife was like a prostitute. That wasn't actually his wife. She was like, like his brother Jamie hired her to make him feel better. So he, that is so fucked, right? It's one of the most. How is fucked that more fucked for her? than the joke we made thirty <laughs> seconds ago? It's so I know, right? It's made. Oh, it's crazy fucked up, and yeah, then it gets even more fucked up. How? <laughs> you think you can't go any higher. And then the series takes it one step further and says that when Tyrion's dad found out about this, he took a bunch of guards and told them to rape her and paid her money for each guard that raped her in front of Tyrion. And that happens on a mainstream TV HBO show. I mean, they don't show it. You can't see my face right now. But holy fuck, why do people like this show? it's, It's insane. And... I mean, they don't show it, obviously, but Peter Dinklage does a great job with the scene. Dude. But it's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen written in a book. <laughs> Why do people like this? Um, no, like that's like an honest question. <laughs> There's no joke attached to that question. Uh, Peter Dinklage acts the scene really well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Daniel's facial expression is like basically saying, I hate you guys for even implanting that image into my head, and I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's crazy. So, yeah, that. Uh... But the prostitute girl they get is pretty good. Her name is Shay, and uh, yeah, she's great. And it's one of the few scenes about, okay, you know how normally when character exposition is happening in this show, um, you see me, like, play porn from my phone, but I put it on mute. 
Oh, what? You guys don't know that, but that's what I've been doing every for the past couple episodes whenever oh, we have character yep. exposition. And the, never mind that what. <laughs> that's canon. <laughs> yeah, it's because there's to give Daniel the full Game of Thrones experience, because whenever a character is explaining something to another character in the show, chances are there are two naked people in the background having sex. Yep. That's canon. I guess it's just like an HBO thing. I don't know. <laughs> You've probably been wondering why I've been doing that, but that's why. <laughs> um, yeah, so that scene of exposition doesn't have that, so it's art, I guess. That's extremely debatable. <laughs> uh, so that's that scene. <laughs> is it just King's Landing is left? Oh, yeah, I forgot the reason they had only 10 dudes is because Rob tricked them. He's like a fucking teenager with smarts. And it turns out that while the small t- army is fighting the Lannisters, the big force came from the side and they captured Jamie, who's sitting there captured. Oh. And Jamie does the oldest trick in the book. It's kind of like that scene from Captain Marvel. He's like, you did a good job, Rob Stark. And now you must pass your final test. To truly defeat my army, you must defeat me in one-on-one combat with a duel. Me, a fully grown adult with lots of war military experience, and you, a teenager. Let's do it. Improve your mettle. And then Rob says whatever that one thing Captain Marvel says at the end of Captain Marvel. Oh, spoiler alerts on Captain Marvel, by the way. But it's fucking July. (laughs) Yep. Uh, yeah, he basically says, fuck you. Why would I do that? And I'm definitely not a scroll. <laughs> yeah, that part didn't make a lot of sense when they had the movie. Um, but then that was before Disney bought everything. So yeah. now it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> now that uh, Disney owns both Marvel and HBO. I'm assuming that'll be true by the time this episode airs. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I'm sorry now I'm imagining a Game of Thrones land in Disneyland and I'm crying <laughs> mommy take a picture of me next to this brother and sister sure are you the two that have sex yup <laughs> oh that's cool where can we buy the picture <laughs> oh man <laughs> super fuck though what I just can't stop thinking about instead of Dole Whip, it's Tarly Whip. <laughs> yeah. Just have a person there dressed up as Samuel Tarly. Yeah. <laughs> want some Tarly Whip? It's like Dole Whip, but instead of pineapple, it's sadness. <laughs> Does it still taste good? You still get diabetes from it, so yeah. All right, I'll buy it. God damn it. That would be $6,000. Oh, damn it. I know it is, but where else am I going to get food in this park? Oh, fucking put it in my sadness bulk. <laughs> I hate you for buying this, for selling this to me. Do you have an annual pass? I can take a discount off it. Oh, yeah, I do. All right, well, that's 0.01% <laughs> of a discount. That's... Six thousand dollars, please. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, I should have gone to Star Wars Land. <laughs> um. So yeah, then it's King's Landing. Okay. So, the only thing that happens in this scene is that Kevin Bean is in the dark, sad, and Barris walks up to him, the spider guy. Oh, spider with an I and not a Y. Yeah, he's just still the coolest name we've given somebody. <laughs> and he's like, so. I don't know. I think Pam is pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Makes her sound like somebody from accounting or HR. Yeah, that is a pretty good name, though. So spider with a Y. No more tangents. <laughs> Instead of an I is like... Uh, not to question any of your decisions, but why did you tell Cersei that you were going to betray them and sell them out? And Kevin Bean's like, well, I've got a lot of honor and I wanted her to save her children. And he's like, you're kind of a fucking idiot. 
and all of the viewers, including me and everybody watching at the time, nods in agreement. And he's like, well, he'll let you live. Like, everybody's agreed to let you go stay with John at the whatever the wall. And you could hang out with him and Samuel Tarley. And <laughs> all you have to do is give up all of that honor, honor thing you've been talking about. And tell everybody and lie and say you betrayed them and Joffrey's the true king, even though you know he's a product of incest. And Kevin Bean is like, well, I don't want to. And so the spider with the Y instead of an I is like, but if you don't do it, he'll kill your children. Because this is an HBO show and there's a lot of death. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I should or not. All right, I'll do it. I'm, I'm going to sell out everything I believe in. And I'm going to lie to the public and say I'm a traitor. And Joffy's the true king. And it's kind of sad. And that's how it ends. The episode or the series? The episode. Oh, man. Oh, wait, no. Forgot about one more scene. Okay, okay. There is one more scene where it shows Arya and she runs around and she captures a pigeon. And then she tries to trade it for bread. It doesn't work. It works about as well in the Game of Thrones universe as it would in our modern universe. Yeah. Well, for now. I guess give it a couple of months and we'll see how housing prices go. <laughs> and it might start working. Thank God. <laughs> Salem, can you grab that bat for me? Oh, damn it. I did it. Fuck. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's basically how it ends. Thank God. Oh, wait, wait. No, I forgot about one last oh, scene. All right, all right. There's one more no. scene. So, so Arya gives up on taking the trading the bread for pigeons. Pigeons for bread. And somebody's like, hey, the Hand of King is supposed to be taken over to this one place. And she's like, oh, I want to see. And she climbs up on a statue of this guy named Baylor. And she I'm watches sorry? Baylor. B A E. <laughs> lore like B-A-E I'm Aaron Mankey and this is lore yep. okay. <laughs> like Bay caught me slipping and then I'm Aaron Mankey this is lore <laughs> um, and they bring out Kevin Bean and they're like this is Ned Stark he's uh he's got something to tell you all tell him and he's like <sighs> All right, I'm a traitor. Joffrey's the true king. He's definitely not a product of his brother and sister banging. <laughs> also, I'm an idiot and I'm ugly and I'm a poo-poo face. And they're like, "Yep." All right, he said it. And the big, the master priest guy is like, "Oh well, what do you think should be done, your honor, your king? Uh, keeping in mind what we talked about before, and remember that." Learn the lessons of forgiveness because you all have a very kind king who should kill this guy, but maybe he'll do something else. And King Joffrey's like, yup, I'm going to follow the advice of my wife and mother and send him to the Night's Watch in exile because he's a traitor. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck that guy. And that's how the episode ends. Okay. I don't, this might be a, a, a hot take, but. I don't like this Joffrey guy. God, you just you just want to slap him in his face. He's just he's such a little dipshit about it. He's like, man, guys, look how nice I am. So someone actually pointed this out mm -hmm. that it's very easy for me to remember all of this, but apparently Game of Thrones is so popular that names like Daenerys Targaryen or Tyrion Lannister or Catelyn Stark are easier to remember than Dragon Lady, Aquaman, <laughs> that kid from Batman Begins. I heard a lot of them are becoming like popular baby names. Oh, I bet nobody's fuck. named their kid Joffrey. I hope. <laughs> I hope nobody's like saw the first episode and was like, "This how about Joffrey? Like, I, there's this new show on HBO, and you know what's super fuck Young though? Prince? What? Like, there's enough parents that are you know super out of it or fucked up that they just misspell the birth certificate oh yeah <laughs> oh my god you're right 
Oh, wait, wait, hold on. There's this little smudge on my, my notebook. Oh, I forgot fuck. about this last scene. Uh, it turns out that Joffrey doesn't actually say that last thing he's, I told you he said. What he actually says is, my wife and mother tell me to have mercy on my wife's father and our allied nation, the Starks. But they're women, so fuck them. Kill him. And his executioner brings down the axe, and he fucking dies on live TV. And his head just goes rolling down, and Sancha just screams and starts crying. And his mom is like, son, what the fuck are you doing? And the priest is like, we talked about this. And even Varys is running over like, no. And Arya jumps down to run over and stab him in his stupid fucking face. But Ned Stark saw somebody in the crowd, and he's like, rescue my daughter. And they run over and grab her, and they pull her away. It's fucking insane. Do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> I'm going to miss him. Also, That's... donate to our Patreon. <laughs> oh. That's so not like Kevin Bean. Though. <laughs> Usually he lasts till the end of the series. <laughs> And then we're out of main characters. And then it goes pitch black. Do you have anything you want to plug, <laughs> I guess? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Working on thoughtcauldron.com. Um, updating some old articles. And we're going to start pushing out new content as soon as I'm done with that. Related to D&D 5th edition. And things related to role-playing games. But yeah, if you haven't seen new stuff in a while, it's because I'm updating old articles that I kind of passed through in one draft and slow typos and or things that could be worded better. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at DHP Gastelum. G-A-S-T-E-L-U-M as in Mary. Stop by DHPGastelum.com. Mondays we update with podcasts. Wednesdays and Fridays with comics. If you like the show and you want to help us out, Give us a uh, review and a rating on iTunes. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. I'm realizing now that we have so much stuff at the end. (laughs) Uh, That's every uh, podcast, though. Yeah. (laughs) And if you really want to help the show, check out our Patreon. Uh, Every, any, everything, if you really want to help the show, check out our Patreon because... All of the funds there will go towards making this podcast, making more comics, making more magic. And if you support the Patreon, you'll get early access to a variety show, Not Acceptable. Link in the description. I wanted to see Sean Bean have adventures with Jon Snow. You're a piece of shit for throwing that curveball, but I knew it was going to happen, but... <laughs> because it's Sean Bean. I'm sorry? Kevin Bean. Damn straight. <laughs>